Lori from Las Reinas. And this is Aida. And you'll be listening to the, what's the name of the show again? The Queer Dating Pit. That's right. And we're going to be talking about the good, the bad. And all the ugly in queer dating. Hello, lovely people. Welcome to the Queer Dating Pit podcast. Did I say that right? You sure did. (laughs) I'm like, I I feel like I think in Spanish and then like I have to double, like do a double take on whatever I say after I said it, after I've said (laughs) it. You know what I mean? Does that happen to you? Do you feel like you speak in another language or you think in another language? That's just me. Okay. Uh, I don't know. (laughs) (laughs) That's fine. Well, I mean, I do talk Spanglish, you know, half the time. I call that Binglish when we're like, when we don't know what word is in, in which language and we just make up our own, <laughs> you know, like lonche. Binglish. Yeah. Lonche is not a word. Oh, yeah. Lonche. <laughs> uh, spoken about this before. So how you been? I'm good. Yesterday we had our last um, t-ball game with our little kiddos, second and third graders. And... Um, I was like, I thought I was going to be a little more emotional. And I was just like, nope, I just want to go home. (laughs) It was exhausting. See you later. Like 17 kids. Yeah, that's a good topic, actually. You know, dating single lesbian moms. Yeah. That's a good one. We should should talk about that one. Okay. I mean, people with kids, you know what I mean? Right? Because that's a tough one. And I mean, and I'm a mom as well. So I should know. (laughs) Um, that's a good topic. I mean, there's a lot of women now that have kids, you know, do you want kids? We tried. Um, we actually spoke about this on my other podcast. We tried and we maxed out a bunch of credit cards <laughs> trying because the process is so expensive and, um, insurance doesn't cover much. Um, and it's just so like, it's just so weird. Like the whole process was just very weird and uncomfortable, uh, and emotional, um, getting the proper help and, and having to explain things to people and like to like doctors and physicians. And um, I don't know, it was just, it felt strange. I didn't feel natural. I didn't feel fun. So maybe it wasn't meant to be, but uh, we might try again in the future. Who knows? My ovaries are still working. Um, the tick tick tock boomer is still um, booming down there, but you know, I, I think I still have a few years. Ay, ay, ay. Do you no, want that's more? Good. I mean, what happened? Do you, you want more? Um, hmm, tough question. Cause you know, uh, my birthday's in a month from today and I'm in my forties. I'll be actually turning 43. What? Um, I think I like, I know like women are having kids like up to like 50 years old at this point, yeah. but my kids are like now my daughter's turning eight also on my birthday and then my son turns 10 in March. They're so, they're, they're almost teenagers. They're almost tweens, right? So the thought of a little tiny munch baby crying and diaper changes yeah. and all that stuff is kind of like, mm, like I really would have to be with like my, my person and I have to be like head over heels for her in love and, and, and marriage and all that for me to say, she can carry a baby because I'm not. I was going to ask (laughs) you you what I'm saying. Like, because I'm like, what if you find someone who's slightly younger or maybe the same age and they want to carry and, and, you know, and like you said, this is your person and you know, you guys want to. Yeah. I mean, but I, that's only if like, I'm really like, like I know for 
for sure. Like this is somebody who I want to invest all my time in and we're, we're, we're doing it. You know what I'm saying? Because mm-hmm. having a child is not something you just have and that's it. You know, that's a, that's a lifetime commitment, you know, I mean, I, I couldn't even, I mean, <laughs> I, I, I had this idea of working like a building, like a renaissance center for, <laughs> for children. <laughs> uh, maybe something like, not necessarily like you birthing them. Right. But like, maybe like, like the boys and girls club where like you can keep them for the weekend or like for the day. And then like, you know, if it's not your thing. <laughs> you just bring him back. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I tell everybody, hey, you, you know, if if you want to borrow my kids, you know, to do kid friendly activities and things don't like have that, they get invited. For You're freezing up, Lori. You can rent my kid for free. You can rent. Am I freezing up? Yeah. Are you on Wi-Fi? Maybe no, you're getting so off weird. Wi-Fi. Because sometimes I'm I not on Wi-Fi. Maybe on Wi-Fi. Let me see. It's weird. My apartment is weird. Where do you live? If you don't mind me asking. Which borough? Not like your address. (laughs) Okay. We're frozen. Um, We have a, a, one of our kids who, every time I think of frozen, I think of her. Um, She, uh, or every time I say the word frozen, um, she's all that comes to my mind because she's like stuck on um, on the let it go. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> you found frozen a little. I'm so glad my kids got all over that stuff. <laughs> I mean, mine's stuck on that and Moana. She's on on Frozen and Moana, and she'll like she can't um, she can't talk very well, so she'll she'll throw the iPad at my face and like here it's not working. Well, she'll say not working. And then like, Moana, Moana. And I have to decipher what she's saying. How old is she? She's six, but she has the brain mentality of a three-year-old. And she's, so she's, um, we have six kids in our room and um, in our classroom. And we're supposed to be doing math or reading or whatever. And she's like, Moana. I'm like, okay, whatever you want. (laughs) That's what's going to make you sit. Um, That must be tough, you know. It's fun. Uh, it's fun. It's mentally um, exhausting at the end of the day, but it's fun while it's happening, if that makes any sense. Um, it must be like your party planning a little, right? Like, I'm sure it's exhausting. And then when you're there, you're enjoying it. Um, being a mom, it's, it's, it's exhausting. It's rewarding, though. You know, um, I feel like um, <clears throat> I feel, <clears throat> excuse me, I feel like God, um knew what he was doing when he was like, you know what, let's make you a mom. Um, because, you know, I don't really have family. I don't really have anyone other than like my really good friends that I call family. And then my one older sister that lives in Costa Rica. Um, so I feel like my kids are like my support system, as mm-hmm. weird as that sounds, you know what I mean? It's like, they keep me on my, my P's and Q's, my little toesies, you know, everything I do is for them, like the Las Reinas, you know, the business, you know, I, I, anything that I do is for them to have a better life and whatever, but it's so much fun. Like yesterday we were out playing Jenga together, you know, and, and, and then we went out for ice cream and <clears throat> some days are hard. Some days I want to like, throw, you know, I'm in the shower, like crying my eyes out and, you know, it's not hard. And we're like, like, it's not hard being a mom. 
but nobody gives you a book, a playbook of how to be a mom, right? Like, you know, so you have all these like trials and errors that happen and it's just, it's exhausting. It could be mentally exhausting, but I feel at this point, I'm at a good point with them, you know, because now they're older, you know, but when they were younger, oh my God, it was hard. And being a single mom, it's even harder. I mean, they have, you know, for everyone who out there at this point that doesn't know, they do have a dad, my best friend. Um, and, you know, he's a great dad. So he, I have every other weekend to myself. And sometimes during the week, I have time for me, you know, so that's, that's good. That works, you know, because he wants me to have, you know, some me time. And then, he, you know, he's always worried about like, hey, you know, like whenever you do get a partner and stuff, you got to have time for yourself too, you know. But it wasn't always like that. So when they were smaller, when it was diaper changing time, I was the one with them almost every day. He wasn't around. He was, he's military, you know, he's my best friend from the military. And so he was like gone half the time. So I had to go through all of this all by myself. And then dating women, oh my God. It's not easy. It's not easy. And a lot of women, I mean, I'm not putting anyone down here, ladies, and don't take this wrong. But a lot of people are kind of ignorant to the whole, you had kids with a man. Oh, and then you're automatically put into like this category that either you're straight, bisexual, or, or whatever. And I've encountered that plenty of times and you know what I just sent I just sent I just flick those girls off because honestly I find that very ignorant very uh you know not open-minded to ask the right questions on why a person like decided to have their kids with a man instead of what happened everyone's on a different journey yeah you know what I mean everybody has their reasoning for whatever and I personally I wanted my kids to have a male figure and since I don't have any brothers and any uncles or family you know, I made the decision and it was also based off like my mother, who's no longer here. May she rest in peace, you know, I, to make her happy. So, but that chapter's closed, you know what I mean? And he's a great co-parent and, um, and they have a father figure. I never did that growing up, you know, so I don't know what I missed out on, honestly, by having a father. I mean, some people say it's good. Some people say it's bad. whatever, you know what I'm saying? But for my kids, that's what I wanted, you know, but I've encountered, a lot of um, women that like, oh, you got kids and, and you had them with who and baby be in like, I'm like, oh, you know, already red flags right there. You know what I'm saying? Because I'm like, really? Like, you're judging me on what? Like, you know what? I'm deuces. Like, I'm good, you know? <clears throat> but there's other like issues like being a single mother that I can I could I could imagine other lesbians have. I mean, I don't know who has it worse, like the fact that I have a father for for, you know, for the kids or women that had kids with another woman who's emotionally a wreck and, and, and mad drama, you know, lesbian baby mama drama. I don't know what's worse, to be honest. Yeah, <laughs> um, I've never actually dated a woman with kids that had kids with a lesbian. Like, you know I, what I'm saying? So I don't know how I that did. works. And she winded up being a psycho. And I'm just putting a PSA out there. Uh, she lives in <laughs> Nutley, New Jersey. Um, beware Ooh. of her. She has a, a, a public record. It's on, like, just do your due diligence on the people that you date. Um, but she, she used her child oh my God. as a pawn. And and it was it was a wreck. <laughs> it was really scary. Um, so just like. Uh, you know, that's scary. Yeah. Women middle, that do that. Yeah. Uses their kids. 
Just be careful of uh, women in Nutley. <clears throat> Lesbian women in Nutley. One in particular. <laughs> Nutley, New Jersey. You are X'd out. <laughs> X marked the spot. <laughs> Specifically near Wilson Street. I think she still lives there. Um, wow. I have to. because I have to because, you know, you, you people think it's funny when you say, oh, I'm, I'm going to like Google you and like research it and people don't do it. And and I did. And like this whole thing came up like a whole like rap sheet. And I was like, whoa, like, wow. it's just things that you hear about, but never really happen to you. Um, yeah. yeah. Anyway, but kids fun. Yeah. It's like some life. I was I was actually really asking whoever's you, over there trying to date women with with kids. Listen, you got to be very open minded. You got to be very. You can't be a needy woman either because this woman is, you know, her kids will have to come first. Which I expect your kids to come seriously. first. I don't understand these women out who their kids are like second or third or whatever or like. I, I would never. Anyway, each his own, you know. But if you're out there trying to date women with a child, with with a child or children, please be mindful and be more non-judgmental. They go through hell and back, and they have it tough. And you know, like, you know, don't don't disturb, you know, someone's peace. Yeah. Uh, maybe I should try to get on the computer. Um. Maybe it'll work better. And I'm having technical issues today, ladies. <laughs> I was really asking you about, and you know what I've noticed is always with like the people I speak to in New York, they always have really bad connections. I don't know what's happening in New York. Um, but I was really asking you about it's your- T-Mobile. Ah, should ask my friends. But I was yeah. really asking you about <laughs> your, your business. Like, I'm sure it's exhausting um, when you're planning and when you're um, putting, you know, ideas or whatever together and then- Executing it is actually a lot of fun, isn't it? Executing parties, of course, it's fun. I mean, it's stressful, very stressful. Um, you know, you have to deal with a lot of people, a lot of, you know, the venue, the owners, uh, making everything, you know, go smoothly. Um, you know, the promoters you are working with, sometimes you bumping heads, you know. Yeah, <laughs> um, yeah, yeah. And... You know, it's 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 not it's not an easy job. You know, some people think throwing up that you're just throwing a party. This is not like you're throwing a house party, you know, that's in your house. No, it's you're dealing with of stuff and people and, and booking DJs and, and availabilities and you know, if you have special performances or anything like that. Did I lose? You're you're still there. No, did I? You're still there. Oh, okay. Uh, well, as I, as we are recording this, I'm playing mommy duties. <laughs> I have to tell you, I have to read um, some comments that people left on our page. Oh, we got comments. I, I thought I, you need to get access to this. Oh my God. It's just, I, I probably do. And then I have Lazarina's page and. So, trying to do stuff there. So I got some heat. I don't know if it's heat or good heat or bad heat, but I'll take it. So I posted a picture of a U-Haul and it says um, that moment when she picks you up for the second date in the U-Haul, right? Um, <laughs> and it's a joke, clearly. <laughs> of course. But I, it wasn't 
necessarily about women moving in together so quickly. It was more about how fast we move in general. That's what I meant. Like how fast we, we get into relationships, how fast we get into like deep emotional, like a state of being with another person that we just met, um, or how deep we feel, you know, so fast. Um, and she's like, <laughs> she says, I don't understand this phenomenon. And I'm like, she's like, I, I'm an insufferable romantic and definitely have moved fast in the past, but I guess like I, she likes her space. Um, so it stops her from getting on the whole U-Haul mentality. Maybe that's why she, I'm still single, she says. Uh, but no, like you got to do what's right for you at the moment. Like if it's too fast or too pronto, then, you know, you put the brakes whenever you feel the, the need to. I feel. Yeah. So wait, did she get offended? No, I just there, there were a few people that, that were like, I'm the complete opposite. I'm not like this. Like people got very defensive about it. And I'm like, I wasn't talking about you. <laughs> <laughs> you know, um, it's it's more about us, you know, like women that just I don't know. I feel like in general, like we feel things more intensely, more times 100. And I don't know. You know what I mean? My rambling. But you know what? Honestly, those people that I like, I, I think it's full of shit. I'm sorry. I've heard so many people say, I'm not a U-Haul lesbian. I'm not a U-Haul lesbian. And then they meet like this one girl. And all of a sudden, like within two to three weeks, they're they're already like in a big relationship. They're already like settled down in like two weeks. Um, Excuse me. You're not a U-Haul lesbian. Um, U-Haul lesbian doesn't entirely mean, ladies, that you're moving in with the girl. U-Haul just means that you know, it, it's like you're up, you're, you're up and moving fast. Like the same way, like when you rent a U-Haul, you only got a, a certain amount of hours you rented it for. So you got to move fast. That's the joke. It doesn't entirely mean you're moving in with the individual, but you're just moving fast. Yeah. And it happens a lot with lesbians. You know what I'm saying? Like, you know, we're emotional. And uh, when we like what we like, we, we, we we get stuck on that person and, and we just want to hang out with them and, and do everything with them. <laughs> and then it's a wrap, you know? Yeah. And I mean, is it a good thing? I, I wouldn't say it's a bad thing, you know, but just got to be mindful. I don't say, so what's going on? What's going on with you? How was your weekend? How was your Friday? I Friday I celebrated my personal trainer's uh birthday, Sarisa. Happy birthday, Sarisa. Yeah, she's growing up. <laughs> like growing up. She's already grown up, but uh we um we did like we worked out that morning, a bunch of us, and of course she was, you know, wilding out with those big old muscles of hers. <laughs> And then in the evening, we took her out to eat at this restaurant in Long Beach called Lost and Found. And it was it was pretty nice. You know, she had a good time. And then we went across the street and listened to some fist pumping music for her. Nice. <laughs> it was like every every Latin music that they put on was like, boom, 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 boom. <laughs> I'm like, OK, like, <laughs> it was all mixed, you know, with that EDM, you know, what I mean, whatever. Yeah. And that was it. That's my Friday, you know, and the kids were home with a sitter. And then yesterday I hung out with my kids, you know, went to do playtime and we went out to eat at Catch. You know, that's the restaurant that the venue that I use for Latin night. Um, So we're like family, you know, so I take the kids over there to have dinner with the owners. Um, And it was good. And today I'm like, there's a marathon happening in New York. It's the five borough marathon. So it's 
I hear like traffic and everything is kind of crazy. So I'm debating if I bum it at home or after this podcast, I go take a shower and take them to the children's museum. I don't know yet. Depends. Mm. I really just want to stay home, to be honest. Shout out to uh, Coach Corky Runs, who made um, the news for she's a, a running coach. And she was on the Channel 4, I think, uh, giving tips and advice on how to survive the marathon. She's actually coaching like 10 runners. Um, oh, wow. Today. And uh, we had a comedian friend post that he's like, I actually made the finish line first time in like forever. It was the longest drive. <laughs> <laughs> I was dying. That's cute. Uh, we also, <laughs> so like there's $1.9 billion up for grabs at the lotto. So Vegas does not. Oh my God, I can play the lottery. Yeah. So Vegas, you can't play lotto in Vegas um, because casinos, right? So we have to drive to either California oh, yeah. or Arizona or Utah. So we, we did a half hour drive to the border of Cali and um, there was like a. Oh, two, you did? Yeah. There was a two hour line wrapped around the building, this little tiny building on the border. Wow. And then, so somebody had this amazing idea of like setting up a hut with like pre purchased tickets, um, quick pick tickets. And I'm like, there's no line here. Oh, Let's just buy okay. one of those. And, and so we did. We won $4. Yay. Um, <laughs> we're so unsure what we're going to do with all that money, but. Um, maybe a quarter of a tank. I don't know. Who knows? <laughs> You're silly. Wait, so that was it. It was last night. Did anybody win? Was no, it last night? The no, no, no. Or... It, it, it was. Nobody hit. So there's $1.9 billion now. Oh, so all yesterday was $1.6. Yeah. Oh, so we got to play. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I always feel like New Yorkers, it's not like. I feel like New Yorkers never really on the rosters to win. Like it's always like Pennsylvania, Arkansas. Delaware, like all these. I, you know, I just one. I just got to take like a road trip to all these different places and just buy a ticket. We <laughs> did that on the way here because we drove here from New York, and we like every other gas station we bought like random like quick picks and, and lottery tickets. Yeah, that that would be something cool to do. We didn't hit anything. I think. <laughs> I hope not. I don't think we checked. <laughs> I wonder how many people actually have won and they're just like sitting around with like winning tickets in their laundry basket. Yeah, I wonder. I've never been lucky to win. Boo. <laughs> I need to win. Jesus Christ, do I need to win? I mean, what would you do with your money? I've always wanted to build a community center um, where we can do like activities for um, kids and like adults. And turn it into a banquet hall at night on the weekends. <laughs> oh, that's cool. Yeah. I, I would invest in real estate, you know, but I would definitely finally buy my own venue for Las Reinas. Oh, yeah. Totally. I deserve it after all these years, but it's so hard, you know, to just do that. You know, to have a, I would love to have an LGBT space in like New York catering to like the community that I catered to but it's yeah. it's been a struggle it's something that i dream of every day but maybe one day my goal will happen maybe one day can i tell you that while we were looking for venues for to celebrate our wedding uh we went to a few spaces and they weren't very like lgbtq friendly and i'm like it's 2020 fucking two why is it that we're still like catering to the heterosexual couple like are they the are they your only source of like income 
what is going on? He's like, well, this is the groomsmen. Well, room. it could be. This is the, you know, and but like, I know there is a market out there for, you know, rainbow couples. So what in the world is going on in 2022? I know people is just ignorant. And I'm in people Sin City. Not, I am in Sin City. I don't know, because there's a lot of LGBTQ weddings, no? At this point, yes. males and females. Yes. Yeah. It was so heteronarrative that I we were just like, uh and then even after meeting us, the guy the guy showing us around was still like, you know, this is the groom's room, this is like the bridal place, blah blah blah. And I'm like, Okay. You clearly see that as two women here. <laughs> Why are you still mentioning groom? Groom. Who's the groom? <laughs> That's annoying. Yeah. Or maybe it's just because they just don't know how to speak, how to verbiage it, you know. But in 2022, you should have somebody that knows how to speak or like know your know your clientele before they come in. You know, I don't know. Just make yeah, I mean, that's good business, you know, but not to say that everybody has that. So did you stay with that venue or you moved on? No, to the next? we moved on. You have a place booked. OK. Um, yeah, it's uh, Sunday morning. Uh, time went back. I hate when people say, well, it's only for a day. Like, no, it takes me six months to get used to this whole time thing. It takes me. About oh, it did it really? It takes me. About did it? I didn't even I didn't even realize it then. You know, so it would have really been 1230 right now. The, for me. Yes. Oh, I, I didn't even notice that the time went back. <laughs> I felt nothing. <laughs> Okay. Well, I did clearly because we were up at five instead of six. Um, Boom. Yeah. Ouch. I know it. It fucks me up for about six weeks um, to get used to the whole thing. And then the, the sun comes out earlier. So. Oh, that's the only thing, right? The sun comes out earlier. Boo-hoo. I wouldn't know because I have dark curtains. <laughs> so I wouldn't even know when the sun comes up. She's like I swear, if I black. didn't have an alarm, I would probably sleep my whole day through. And if I didn't have kids neither, that's probably what my life would have been. Napping. Yep. Napping, sleeping. I love to sleep. My pets. Napping should be like on the date. Like napping should be a date. Like let's just nap. But you know what, lesbians, that would not happen. No, not at all. I mean, except for nap. me though. Cause... I just want you to nap like that's it no i'm not asking you over for sex i'm just asking you to nap spoon just a nice clean version <laughs> of spooning or not forking just spooning uh, <laughs> yes don't get your utensils oh, twisted um i um if these pets wake me up so even if i if i wanted to sleep they're, they're in my face like uh feed me now itch uh-huh. <sighs> you don't have kids but you have fur kids yeah. so that's the reason why i woke up because my son is in his bedroom and why he's calling me from the his bedroom instead of just getting up from his room walk five steps to my room and to say mom i'm hungry he literally calls me on his phone on, on my cell phone and he's like hey mom i'm like What's good morning <laughs> Yeah, he's like, uh, not even. He's like, I'm hungry. I'm like, okay, what do you want? He's like, pancakes and bacon. And I'm like, all right, coming up. 
So I don't move from the bed. It's like five minutes later. And guess who's calling again? <laughs> I'm like, God damn. Like, can I like wake up first? <laughs> or can you make me the pancakes with the bacon? Yeah, I would totally love that. But I ain't letting them near the fire just yet <laughs> by themselves. <clears throat> Girl, by nine, they yeah. had taught me how to make rice and beans and I, I know I should be teaching them. I should. I mean, they do know how to do little things, but you know, I don't. You know, I'd be scared that they'd be hurt. They get hurt or hurt the cat. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, any, oh um, any plans for the holidays? Have you started? Do you like go all out? Do you decorate? What do you do? You know, I haven't really uh, gotten into the festive mood just yet. I mean, it's the beginning of November. I have like no idea what I'm even doing for Thanksgiving. This year we're not doing our 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 party the day before Thanksgiving. We normally used to throw an event, but we're not. Um we are uh, actually just doing I mean we have two parties this month and that's it. You know, uh, next Saturday, I mean next Sunday we have a brunch and then we have our Latin night. But we're staring clear from the holidays because we feel like a lot of people are traveling or a lot of people are going to be cooking and then they don't come out the night before. And just a lot has changed since COVID. Uh, but for myself, I have no idea where I'm going for Thanksgiving. So if there's like a hot girl who needs a date with kids, nah. <laughs> I'm free. No, I'm just joking. I'm not. <laughs> um, <laughs> I'm so stupid. But I'm actually planning with one of my good friends the day after Thanksgiving on Black Friday. I'm most likely thinking of doing some travels for the weekend because I don't have my kids that weekend. So I'm going to take advantage and take some me time. Um, so I don't know. You might see me up, you know, with a turkey leg up in the Caribbean that Friday. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> still debating on where to go or what to do and yourself like are you decorating already and stuff no my my mom and my sister who are my um, close to are in florida so i was i was trying to make it down there for thanksgiving because we're out out of out of work for a whole week but we get two weeks for christmas so i'm thinking maybe i'm saving it for new year's and hit the oh nice yeah okay hold on one second eight Jesus so I'm kind of bummed that, you know, I'm not going to have like my traditional um, like food and mommy's, you know, rice for Thanksgiving. But uh -huh. um, you know, it's, my, it's my first Thanksgiving married, so we'll make the best of it. You know, you know, it's crazy because since my mother's passing. I've actually just don't even get in the kitchen anymore for Thanksgiving. But I used to, when my mom was alive, I used to do the whole pernil, the turkey, you know, the rice, the sweet potato, you know, all that good stuff that she used to love to eat. But when my mom passed, I just, um, I no longer had it in me to like do all of that. So, I mean, I still would throw down if like I had like a partner and we had a whole big family, you know. But since it's just me and the kids, my kids don't even, you know, like maybe we'll go to my best friend's house, but my best friend, I don't, you know, maybe we'll do something like that. We, I've gone to celebrate with my friends, but this year, I don't know. I'm just feeling a little like, I think I have the holiday blues this year. And the fact that like my birthday is right after Thanksgiving and then it's Christmas and it's like, whatever. I don't know. 
I don't know. I'm just like, maybe just right now I'm in my blues, but you know, eventually, I mean, I love the holidays. Christmas is normally my favorite um, time of the year. Um, but we will see. But I do decorate, you know, I decorate like the door for the kids, but I don't get all crazy in the house. Like Christmas, we do. Like I can't, I look forward to decorating for Christmas. I go, you know, we, I do the little elf thing, you know, I used to love um, the kids get those little elves that hmm? get creative with the, where you're hiding it and doing mischievous things with the elf. Well, yeah, they, they do some crazy stuff, those little things. I mean, one time they were, like, having a spa day. You know, they, they took out all my, like, Holy my God. facial creams and they had it all over them. You know, they were parachuting in the house one time. Like, they, those little elves are crazy. <laughs> <laughs> they ate all the chocolate kisses. Oh, no. Yeah. Yeah, they do a lot of stuff, those little elves. You know, now now they got so much. They got clothes. They got outfits. They went clubbing the other day. <laughs> The last time at a disco ball, you know, they took out. Oh, one time, one time we caught the elf on a date with the Barbie wow. watching Netflix wow. on the laptop. I'm like, damn, these elves are getting smarter and smarter. Yeah, not very PG, <laughs> if I may say so. Um, but no, I, I love I love decorating a tree and like getting festive around the house and whatever. But the pets ruin it. Like they, they like to climb on the tree and knock things down and like dangle from things. I'm like, can't even do that anymore. Um, I know. Oh my God. I don't know what I'm going to do now that I have tails. Uh, you know, she's probably going to be all in the tree. There they, goes that. Say the fur, I didn't even think about that. The real ones um, are harmful to them. So be mindful. R- Oh, Fair I don't trees. get real tree. They're messy. Girl, so. that went down the drain after I had kids. I was not doing that. <laughs> Carrying that big old thing. And no, we got a little nice, fancy, uh, pre-litted tree. Okay. <laughs> like, and then, you know, back in the days when I was like not a mother, I used to be very, very choosy on the colors. This year, we're going to do like purple and silver. Next year is like red, greens and golds. Now that I have kids, it's like, whatever goes. Just put whatever you want on the damn tree. (laughs) It's like Christmas vomit. (laughs) Before we go, Lori, have you heard of, like, this phenomenon of, like, people trying to get into relationships right before the holidays just so that they're not alone for the holidays? Is that a thing in the lesbian community still? Or, I don't know, I feel like it was back in the day. Um, I... I don't know exactly if it's like a holiday thing, but I know it's like a winter thing, you know, mm-hmm. um, you know, they, they want to have that like person to keep them warm. And because in the winter, a lot of us, we tend to hibernate, right? Cause it's so cold outside. So you want to have that person to, you know, to have, to be at home with and watch movies with and do everything that you do when you hibernate, you know, and don't have to be out in the streets looking for a boo at a club or, or whatever to get hot chocolate. So I think like it's all the whole like cuddle buddy thing. And, you know, I feel like at this point, everyone's like dropping their application for cuddle buddies. 
Yeah. You know, I think I've seen that on Instagram and stuff, you know, like, um, so I don't know if it's like the whole uh, holiday thing, but I think it's a winter thing, especially over here. So maybe it depends on like their region or where they live. Right. Cause in New York, I feel it's more like they're looking for that person to stay warm with and hibernate yeah. with. Um, personally, I think it's, I don't know if it works out for people. I would love to hear if, um, any of you girls out there have actually, uh, accomplished to find yourself a cuddle buddy just for the winter. And, and, and do you just keep them for the winter? And then like, and I think this is a thing. And then the summertime comes. How many times have you heard about breakups mm-hmm. always right before summer? Yeah. It's like, oh, we broke up. Oh a lot of couples break right before summer. So it's like, Oh, we'll keep, we'll stay together for the winter. And then summertime is coming. So all the baddies are coming out with their little tanguitas and their fly asses in the beach. And you can't be coupled up. God forbid, just crazy to even think of, you know? Um, But I think those two things kind of go hands in hand, you know, but I guess people do do that. I would love to hear people's stories if they actually accomplished this, like, cause personally a nice quilt and a fireplace keeps me warm because i'm definitely not looking for no cuddle buddy for temporary you know yeah, like, like they uh, sell heated blankets now um yeah like and and, and you even have weighted blankets so oh if you need God. that feel <laughs> that that feel of a person and wait and don't they have those pillows now that kind of like that kind of like form like a body <laughs> The body pillows. Or you can even put somebody's face on it. Like, yeah, the body pillow. Like, hello. We do not need to go looking out for people just for cuddle buddy for the winter. Like, come on. That's, like, kind of toxic. A little. Just <laughs> In a my eyes. Like, if, no. you know, don't go out there getting yourself a boo just for the winter to hurt them by the summertime. Like, don't do that. Like, and, you and know. Also, like, I hear- but, hey, you never know. You could find a cuddle buddy. And next thing you know, you're, like, madly in love and you know, in a full blown relationship. So, I mean, you never know the outcomes of these things. Right. I hear also like people breaking up right before like Christmas or before Valentine's day, like these memorable, usually gift giving occasions. um, To do you think is because they're being cheap? (laughs) Um, I think so. I think so. I I hear that often. Oh my God. Really? Just like, you know, right before Christmas, right before Valentine's day. Um, That's so sad. It is very sad. But I, th- I feel like I've heard that more in, like, heterosexual relationships more than, like, you know, rainbow relationships. Yeah, I, I wouldn't know. But I, I think that's, like, the most saddest thing because you don't want to buy a gift. I mean, when it comes to, you know, like. Frozen. I, I feel like a lot of people don't value. Hmm? You were frozen there for a second. What? You were frozen. Uh, <laughs> never again on my phone. Never again on my phone. But no, I was saying like the gift giving, like a lot of people like don't really value like the point of the holidays and Valentine's. It has mm-hmm. nothing to do with the gift. You know, I mean, are the gifts nice if you get them, whatever. But it's more of like the time you're spending with this person. Mm-hmm. And like, you know, that's the gift giving, you know, like, um, you know, the quality of it, you know, and even the gift. Like, I hate receiving a gift. That nobody put mind to it. Like, you didn't put mind to it. Like, don't get me perfume. You know, every woman gets femmes perfume, right? Why? I'm allergic to perfume, FYI. So you just killed me. You just gave me the biggest migraine because you never paid attention to the fact that I don't wear perfume. 
You can smell me now and I don't wear perfume. I'm very al natural. I wear like one perfume that I'm allowed to because everything else, strong. I stick. Yeah, um, I get my guys too. Yes, yeah, so, but all my life, I've had a lot of people that give me perfumes. And I'm like, wait, did you know like, when we were at the stage that I said I'm allergic to? Right. It just makes me realize, like, this bitch never even listened to me. Mm, yeah, gotta go. I'm not listening. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, but, it, but a lot of people mistaken, like, you know, that, you know. And gift giving should be a little more, uh, you know, I think people should pay more attention to how they gift give. It's not like buying a Louis Vuitton purse or coach purse just because your girl is a femme or whatever. Or, or buying a stud uh sneakers because that's what they like but what's what's the point of it like you know what I mean I don't know let me tell you about a gift I gave an ex right I for 30 days I collected not for 30 days but I collected uh like a huge box and I put in all her favorite things and I put in 30 of her favorite gifts like favorite little things like her favorite candy I knew that she needed a belt so I got her like an expensive belt I got her favorite perfume but like a smaller version of it like literally like everything that she likes and um, like coffee, this, that, and the other. And it was this huge box of little trinkets of things that I know she likes. And her reaction was just like, this is it. Wow. My and God. I was like, wow. Like I put so much heart and thought and like enthusiasm into that. And, um, and it was like, you know, people tell you who they, who, who they are. You should listen. Um, yeah I mean like that was like like clearly materialistic you know so there's a lot of people that are very materialistic you know like I think that would have been like a dope ass gift you know I mean like third you know you're getting first of all you're not getting just one gift you're getting 30 different little things you know it's it's so cute like one time one Christmas I was dating this girl and it was very new but we hit Christmas together (laughs) Why would you get me a floor mat for the outside what? of my door? <laughs> That's what, that was one of the Christmas gifts. Then another thing was a set of knives. I was like, okay. So these are very housewarming gifts. And mm-hmm. I, I didn't just move to this apartment. And oh, there was some, oh, and then a, a, a sound box for my TV. I mean, everything was very like, you know, so I was like, hmm, all my friends were like, is she trying to move in? Like, right. like uh, is this like, like a sign to say, like, I'm getting stuff for the apartment, not for you, because this is the future. Like, we couldn't understand it, but it was very like, I mean, of course, I appreciated the gifts. And I, I you know, as a matter of fact, I still have the knife set. <laughs> but I was just like, what happened? Do you think maybe they were re-gifts or upcycled? No, I, I don't. I don't. I personally don't think that. But it's just like I, I was just always wondering, like, what was the thought process behind the gift giving? Like, um, what were we thinking about when we were just buying house stuff? You know, like strange. Yeah, Maybe um, like it's a random gift, but not like. But I can't even I think know. like about what was my favorite all time gift. You know, I have to say, like, one of my exes. She was a Sagittarius, just as me. And her gifts were very sweet and um, thoughtful. 
you know, like when she had asked me to be her, her girlfriend, she went through all this whole thing, ring and all, like, you know, a little, it was really adorable. It was so well put together. Uh, unfortunately, she was just very toxic. <laughs> Oh, no. So that didn't work out. But her gift giving ways were amazing. Like, I have to say, they were just so thoughtful. And I feel like maybe that's something like we had that in common. I'm very thoughtful with my gifts or, you know, but that's when I'm in a relationship with my friends and stuff. You know, I, I do like cute stuff, whatever. But, you know, I'm not going to like go all out and be whatever. But when I'm in a relationship, I'm very, you know, I'm very cutesy and romantic and you know, too, too much sometimes too much. And I know a lot of girls out there that I, you know, it's talking about like too much, you know, I just thought about like my best friend, Speedy. Was she on the, was she on the show yet? Yeah. She was on the show, right? You met Speedy. Yes. Right. So, you know, I just thought about her because a lot of women don't appreciate how she is, which is crazy. She's very, very attentive to her woman. And I always wonder, like, what is it that you women are looking for? Like, you say you want a woman to pay attention to you and to know the in and outs of you and, like, what your likes are. But then you meet somebody that is that way. But then she's considered too much. Oh, Speedy, you're just way too much. You do too much. So if she does the bare minimum, is that okay? No, because then you get the whole, you're not doing enough. You don't do anything for me. Like, you know, I just, I I just got in my head right now thinking about like, is it maybe like when she's doing it? Like, is is she doing this too soon or? Or maybe to the wrong individuals. Maybe. Maybe that's the problem. I don't know, but I just thought about it. So I would love to hear from you ladies. Like what is too much from a person in the beginning of a relationship, in the middle of a relationship and, you know, within your relationship, like what is way too much a woman does and what is way too little? Like what exactly is it that you women want from other women? We would love to hear your feedback on that. What do you want? (laughs) What do you want? (laughs) Jesus Christ. It's not a hard question. (laughs) (laughs) Guys, we'll leave you with that. Um, is, thank you for tuning in and, and for staying tuned in. Make sure you're following us at uh, Queer Dating Pit on Instagram, and um, and and stay tuned for merch coming soon. Um, and uh, let us know what you like. Um, in any event, until next time, Hold everybody. Hello. Hello. Sorry. <laughs> this is Sunday mornings with my kids, lady. We so want to know how sorry. you spend your Sunday mornings. I want to know how you spend your Sunday mornings. Everybody, hit us up. Well, yes, you said yes to merch. Sorry, I was so preoccupied with my little ones running around that I was like, what? My bad. (laughs) Um, But yes, that would be so dope. Looking forward to dropping that. Until next time. As a matter of fact, if you're listening to this podcast and you've been on the Las Reinas page, Make sure to leave us some dating advice on my video that I left you some dating advice. We would love to hear your dating advice so that we can speak on dating advices in our next episode. Yep. Happy Sunday, ladies. I love it. All right, ladies. Till next time. Bye.